From the Selfish Path to Romance, download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. This is a question I received from a woman who, uh, well, you'll see, she's under a lot of stress. This is from Bess. Hello, Dr. Kenner. Do I need help? I'm not a wacko, just been through a lot and still going through a lot. My sister's friend was just found dead outside her home after being missed for several days. When my sister told me, my gut response was to say, wasn't she lucky, meaning it was over for her and she probably didn't suffer. I am not afraid of dying, and I sometimes think it would be much easier than continuing to live my life. I've had a lot of traumas in my life, and she lists a few of them. Uh, Fourteen years ago, we lost our oldest daughter. She was eight months pregnant, and she and the baby were killed by a drunk driver. The second one. Soon after, my third child was diagnosed with a rare and deadly incurable disease. He lives with us. He's terribly depressed, unhappy, and deteriorating. The third one. Five years ago, my youngest daughter was incarcerated for dealing drugs. She was the mother of a two-year-old, so we, are le- we were left to raise him while she was in jail. Okay, that's a heck of a lot of trauma right in your own inner circle. Uh, so Bess continues, things are somewhat better now. Our daughter has been home for a year now out of jail, and she's doing well. She and our grandson live with us. I now work as a clerk at a local college. Our brand new home was built to accommodate my son, and we are having night a nightmare with water problems. That's not a good thing, but the fact that they have a new home is good. We are staying one step ahead, but I am so tired of all the problems. I'm 61 years old, and I just want to be at peace. It's not going to happen for a long time. So at that point, we know that peace means she's thinking of suicide or death. I don't want to continue with it all. So when my sister's friend died, I thought, she's lucky. What do you think? Would therapy or medication help? Bess. Bess, I am really glad that you didn't say, would suicide help? Because you're having fleeting suicide thoughts. It's common. It's not great, but it's common for people when they're feeling overloaded, overwhelmed with negative things happening in their life to think, I just want a break from this. And sometimes they think of going to Hawaii or some foreign uh, land, Paris, and sometimes it crosses their mind, it would be easier if I were dead. However, that is thinking that is going to paralyze you finding any good resources. It stops thinking. When you think, wouldn't it be easier if I were, were dead? You look at that as a viable option. It is not an option. It is not an option to, it's like if I'm really stressed, well, do I want a back rub or do I want to go on a, a mini getaway, <coughs> excuse me, getaway with my husband? Do I want to take the dog for a walk and kind of unwind or do I want to kill myself? They're not in the same category. And um, my authors, authors that have written a book that I think is phenomenal for dealing with those, those negative feelings or feeling like you want to die is a book title, I'll give you the authors in a moment, Choosing to Live, Choosing to Live. And that is by uh, Tom Ellis, Drs. Tom Ellis and Dr. Corey Newman. And what they say, that there's a catch with the phrase that, oh, maybe I'd be better off dead, is that death is the ultimate failure and the ultimate way to be out of control. So death isn't an option. It's the ending of all options. 
So if you were getting advice from a cognitive therapist, such as the above, they talk about you do not want to keep that thought of suicide as an option alive in your mind because it does block you from having some very good productive thinking of how to find joy in your life, given the traumas. Your sister's friend and deceased daughter are not lucky if you look at it that way. I mean, people are lucky when, oh, you know, I just want a vacation or my boss gave me a raise. Hopefully they earned it rather than luck. But they're not lucky. They're deceased. Their life is ended. So I would like you to reframe it if you can, as just feeling on emotional overload and needing a break, needing some joys in your life. And you don't want to be passive about that. You want to actively seek those joys, whether it's enjoying your grandson in the hopes of watching him grow up, is if it's maybe a better relationship with your daughter who's now not dealing drugs. Maybe it's hobbies or pleasures at the local college, you know, maybe some groups at the college that you work at or spending some time with your colleagues that you would enjoy. Some time with your husband, maybe a new hobby that you guys pick up. Maybe some good time with your sister or enjoying doing something new in your home. You can't get rid of the negatives, but you can enjoy a sunny day or gardening or hearing the birds sing. I mean, even little things like that you can enjoy or wearing clothes that you enjoy. Questions to ask yourself, what would I tell a close friend in the same circumstances? And why do I sometimes not mind living? Like, what are my reasons for enjoying my life? So I definitely recommend therapy and possibly medication. Um, but I would recommend a cognitive therapist. And you can see that at my website, drkenner.com. I uh, hope that helps, Beth. Beth, so thank you so much for your question. And I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on the Rational Basis of Happiness. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance by Drs. Kenner and Locke. Sex expert Michelle Weiner Davis has noticed that men who feel rejected sexually often express their hurt as anger. This tends to drive their partners away, which intensifies their anger. To prevent this downward spiral, men need to be good at introspection, looking inward, and women need to see beneath the anger to understand the rejection. Cutting off communication guarantees that the issues causing anger will remain unresolved. Nagging is another way of expressing anger, more often used by women. Nagging invites resistance and resentment, undermining your partner's desire to be intimate with you. And likely your partner will just tune you out. If you and your partner have unresolved problems, there are better ways to resolve them. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com and buy it at amazon.com.